are you a man in this Tinubu economy? And you're thinking, how can I make my life count in 2024? Can I make moves? How can I make things happen? Can I build a legacy? Stay with me for the next few minutes while I take you through on practical steps on how you can make your life better as a man. Hello, my name is Victor and I would like to welcome you to the Breath of Hope podcast. Quick recap. So last week we spoke about how, you know, what is your value as a man? I mean, is there much you as a man besides how much you earn, right? Besides the amount of money in your bank accounts. And of course, we came to the conclusion that yes, there is much to you as a man, right? But that doesn't cancel away the responsibilities that you have as a man. I mean, so while there may be more to you as a man than having money, that does not mean that you don't need money. I mean, if you don't have basic feeding money, you starve to death, right? Not to talk of the responsibilities that those under you would need you to perform, which of course would require you having money. And so today we'll be talking about how you can get this money, how you can, you know, have the financial advantage to perform what is expected of you as a man. I'm going to start this way. How do you make money in this new generation, in this new age? Of course, the answer is very simple. Learn a skill. When I say learn a skill, I mean learn a skill in demand. We're in 2023. What are the skills in demand? Don't learn something because your heart loves it. No. The world doesn't work by passion. The world works by value, by perception of value, right? So, what that means is that while I was in the university, I had a couple of guys who were really into music and some of them forsook their studies just for music. And today, none of them have blown, right? And so you have you have a statistic that say, okay, let's say out of, you have a hundred thousand musicians right now. Let's, let's be generous. Let's say in the world or let's say in Nigeria. And out of a hundred thousand, right? In the population of 200 million people, only 100 will blow. That would be about 0.00001%. I mean, what's the probability that you'll be among those 0.0001%, right? And this is me being generous, saying 100 people will blow yearly, which is not true. And what's the probability that you'll be among those people? So that should tell you something. Passion does not feed. Demand does. And what that means is that if I'm the only one right now that is selling food, in the country, nobody else sells food, and I make my food as expensive as a hundred thousand naira. You buy it, even if it makes you stealing because you don't want to starve. And that's what that means is that your skill set is very scarce. And so, because it, people will sweat before they find it somewhere else, people are willing to pay you because not just that it is scarce, but you know what you're doing very well. And I would say this when picking a skill in demand, don't just pick a skill in demand right now. You know, you have to be futuristic, you have to be a visionary and there's a very important question in being a visionary within the context of learning a skill that is you're asking yourself will this skill be relevant in the next 10 years right i mean imagine learning a skill right now and after you have two years experience that skill is no longer needed <laughs> it doesn't mean you learn a new skill so you need to ask these questions well number one i'll say this for tech skills front-end engineering is already saturated now, am I saying that if you go into front-end engineering, you would not be successful? No, no, no. What I mean is that it is saturated. So the chances of breaking in right now is very hard. Five or six years ago, I started learning data engineering. And back then, it wasn't really a, a big thing. But right now, everyone is talking about data analysis, data, this data, that I already have five years experience. So you see what I'm talking about? Being a visionary. So you need to ask yourself, 
what's the growth curve and what's the expected growth curve of this you know how does it fit into my passion right and so what what are some of the skills that i think personally will still be relevant in the next couple of years and i'll give you reasons why they, have, they will be relevant of course data engineering data engineering is really for people that you know are logical in nature and the reason why I say that they are logical in nature. There are people that when there's a problem, they only think about the solution. How how do I trace the solution from point A to point B to point C to solve the solution, right? Now, if you're that kind of person, you think logically, you, you understand the logic somehow that drives mathematics, not necessarily, but somehow that drives mathematics, I think you'll be very good. You have some, some sort of an engineering mind, you'd be very good for data engineering. And why do I think data engineering will be relevant in the next couple of years? Because data is increasing. You know, this may seem a little bit technical to you, but data is increasing. And what that means is that the need for data would still will still be in demand. And from my personal experience, you know, especially around the Nigerian markets, they are still far behind, right? A lot of companies are not making use of their data. And that need is going to come really handy in the next couple of years. And so if you're a logical person, you have an engineering mind, data engineering is for you data analysis and if you're the kind of person that loves colors you know you love to mix colors together design stuff and you love to you, you have an analytical mind let's say you're the kind of babe you, you like investigating your boyfriend's phone you know trying to check for things that are not there or things that are there you know data analysis is for you they'll ask you questions how much did we make last year things like that you go and you go through the data to bring out information and insights for your organization so if so you have to build beautiful charts together right so if you love that then data analysis is for you devops right now what's the meaning of devops devops comes from two words first development second operations and what that means is you know you you have a system of developing applications and ensuring that those those applications run smoothly and so i'm trying not to sound technical but devops would involve you know you ensuring that every IT um, application that has been or software that has been developed within the organization runs smoothly. You know, providing an, an environment that can be scaled up, right, and that can be changed from one place to another with a minimal disruption process. I know I, I just spoke technically, but but what this means is that if you have an engineering mindset, right, it's also for you in simple terms. Also, you can go into non-coding skills like video editing, video editing. The reason why I think it's still going to be relevant in the next couple of years is because you're going to have people who are going to keep on creating content and these people will get busy over time and they will need editors to edit their stuff. Now, it's one thing to have an editor that you're talking to that that is an AI. It's another thing for the AI to even know what you want, right? So you'd always want to interact with a human surface or a human mind to even know what, you know, he's talking about, right? And putting this out there, for skills that are going obsolete, right, rather than focus on learning those skills, which you should learn at least the foundation of, of course, ask yourself what is replacing these skills. So, for instance, front-end engineering is being replaced by AI presently. So, instead of learning front-end, learn front-end so you understand the foundations of front-end, right? But also take it a step further to become an AI engineer that can go send the right prompts into building a front-end application for your organizations. Learn the skills that are going obsolete, but ask yourself what is replacing those skills that are being obsolete and take it a step higher and learn those things too. So an AI engineer, right, who can send good good prompts and the AI understands what you are saying, right, that's also good. 
you could also learn product management now if you're the kind of person that you know you know how to manage people you know how to ensure that things are done on time you know how to organize stuff you know how to manage people you know how to manage expectations you know how to make everyone move in speed or or or, or meet deadlines then product management is definitely for you lastly you could also learn seo now why is seo important data is growing in billions what that means is that on youtube youtube has billions of content so imagine the competition the competition is crazy right you post a video and the video has two views five views imagine you knew youtube algorithm or instagram algorithm from the back of your hands and you tell somebody that give me three months give me six months i can get you 50k views per video just say that person will be willing to pay a whole lot for that this is a skill that will also be relevant in future because the competition is going to get stiffer with time Rewatch these videos try and research about one or two of them see which one fits your personality and please give me a good feedback later thank you very much